Blog Talk Radio. Call it number one. You rock it with your boy Fat Cat on the Fat Cat Show. So what's cracking? Ain't no party like a fat cat party, cause a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I gotta sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a fat cat party at a fat cat party, they blow. You know how it is, get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what it do, you on the fat cat show, yep. This show's fanatical, so spell it with a capital, cause half of you was laughable. Don't have me coming after you. You know exactly what a Mac can do. A legend like Mac can do. I'ma name this Fat Cat Avenue. Man, you gotta be honest, you need to talk it out. Cause if you hate and keep stepping, you need to walk it out. Man, damn, what the fuss is all about? Mean Queen, Fat Cat, they be showing out. Are they real, man? Are these niggas holding out? Make sure the middle finger hit the colon. Cause haters, they never win, man, they, they never do. Raising hell so the devil never go to heaven too. First off, second two, I could never, never do. Nephew, what? you think I'm sorry cause I left you? Hell. Down for making revenue. One thing I know, you tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. Yeah. Hey. Ain't no party like a Fat Cat party cause a Fat Cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man. Because I'm reaching the top And if I gotta sacrifice I put some hip in my hop Ain't no party like a fat cat party At a fat cat party They blow You know how it is Get on your mark, set, go Let it do what it do You on the fat cat show Yep Yo, 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 what's cracking? You rocking with your boy, the preacher's grandson, the Rabbi Raymond Noodle, the chaplain, uh, fried chicken last right, the thinking deacon, y'all know what's up, it's your boy Fat Cat, and also I'm rocking with my dog, Ruth, y'all know who he is, that's T, satellite, but, 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 bills, what's cracking, baby? Hey, what's happening, what's happening? Now, 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 the reason people might be looking crazy, you know, uh, we doing this late night show is because I know my schedule uh, times are Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 8 o'clock, but uh, I got a couple of things that's going on that's, that's kind of taking my, you know, my prior engaged to this show away, and so I have to kind of improvise and doing shows until I get things situated. So that's why we're doing this show today, because I won't be able to do fulfill my obligation with the show tomorrow. And I'm trying to grow the show, and I'm trying to grow uh, an audience for it, so I want a little bit more consistency. But, you know, uh, duty be calling in other little areas. So thank everybody for tuning in tonight. But anyway, man, because normally at 11 o'clock, I I know I be knocked out. I don't know the rep about the rest of you. What about you, Satellite? I know you be knocked out. Yeah, I be knocked out hard. <laughs> I I, I want to ask everybody. I know a couple of us on here got to be about like in our. If you're not in your late thirties, you got to be in your forties or 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 fifties or whatever. You know, I I I look at the demographics of the show. And I know it's, it ranges from the age of 30, 40, 40 on up. Uh, what are some of the things that you wish you could could do that you did in your uh, when you in your youth? What are some of the things you still wish you can do? It's not a lot that I I still wish. I wish I had the energy level of my, you know, uh, when I was in my youth, and I I didn't pain as much. What about you, satellite? Let's see Alice. Oh man, look at you, dude. <laughs> look at you, dog. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not really going to answer. I'm not going to really answer that question because I know you know that's just the men in you. So I'm just going. I'm just. I'm just going. I'm just going to let it go. That's that men in you, but. But anyway, like like I said, I just wish I had the like the energy level, and I just wish, um, I I, I want my hairline back. You know, you got excellent hairline. Why would you say that? I want I want my hairline back. 
I, I, I thought I, you I, enjoyed I, looking like that um, second line though from the Jefferson. <laughs> I wish you grow yours. You'd be looking like Tom Poe on kickbox. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I I I admit, you know, I admit, cause I I just I just hope, you know, I just hope for, you know, because remember when we was young, we used to, I don't know about you, but I used to talk about a lot of older people, and and they'd be like, wait till you. They be like, wait till wait wait till you get old, and, and, you know, and, and now you know, cause I I know I got a I got a hell hell to pay, you know, I got hell to pay, you know, and I and I'm kind of I'm kind of doggy because I be I be thinking about because when I'm in church and I do devotion, I feel like I feel like I'm one of them old deacons I used to laugh at, you know, my kids they look at me and they see me up there doing devotion. And they see me doing my praise and all that stuff. They get to laughing, and sometimes, you know, my kids sit in the car, and I, um, uh, and, and they be and they be laughing at stuff. I be like, "What y'all laughing?" I be thinking they be they be laughing at me like I used to laugh at the older folks. Yeah, Carol said, "Better shape and more energy." Yeah, yeah. We, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot we could do with both of those uh, things. We can. Most of that that is under our control. We just gotta diet better and, and and eat better and do do things. I was talking to an older gentleman uh, today. Um, he he's seventy. I was taking my kids to a doctor's appointment, and he was, and you know, he was just talking about you know, yeah, my kids. He said, uh, he said all my kids. I remember family visits and stuff like that, and um and. Now all my kids are grown, and I got little grandbabies and stuff like that. And, and you know, and I remember I used to do that. And we was just talking about things of the past. That uh, remember, were you old enough to remember? Yeah, you. Uh, me and you the same age. But have you ever dealt with your family when they uh, when doctors used to pay do- uh, visits to your home? No, I ain't from Highland Park, so I don't. We ain't had that. Well, Highland Park didn't do that. I'm just saying, in Detroit, I remember days where uh, the the doctor used to come to your house and they used to they could give you shots and uh, and all that what? stuff at home. And yeah, and everything they they give you uh, exams and everything at, at home. And the family used to it be all of us. They'd call us to the everybody could get ex- examined in the, in the house. The doctor used Man, to make house. I, I, I was thinking, you know, I'm so old. I remember when candy bars used to cost a um, a quarter. Right. Remember the Fago glass bottle pops used to be thirty five cent. Remember that you used to. Yeah. I was. I remember I was telling my kids about penny candy. I was like, shoot, you can you can go, boy. You can you can get a, get a dollar. A dollar, you lose all your teeth. You know. Uh, it, it it was just crazy, and now you don't you don't have all of that stuff no more. And then my daughter was like, "Why are you teasing us? Why are you teasing us? We can't do that now. You came in for a dollar, you can barely get anything in the store right now. You know, for a dollar, you, you used to be able to get three four dollar um, cookies. Remember those? Right, 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 right. So it's, it's, I remember my mother. Uh, Giving me the uh, the book of food stamps, like ooh, well, I'm about to get it, a whole bunch of candy. So, so I guess that'll be another question for those out there. Who, what, like, what would you like to in your childhood to? What are some of the things that you would like to see that was in your childhood that you would like to see in today's generation? You know, um, I, I miss, I miss the days of the, the fruit truck coming around. You know when the fruit truck used to come down the street, fresh. You the know, fruit truck, yeah. The, the fruit you truck coming Yeah, yeah, that fruit truck, all that stuff. And they remember they used to have the uh, water mobiles and stuff coming. Uh, they used to. I, I, I guess what is that? The blue pigs. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> wow, you go way back. 
the blue pigs, all of, all of that stuff, man. But we, you know, and it, it's some of the things that I hate that our kids won't get to experience. And, and it's, it's like, and, and nowadays, uh, we have to be careful with with things more now than we had to back then. Because like you said, Uncle Wee Wee was a little bit more secretive back then. And, and so now you have to... Um, you have to really be careful with kids now because it seems like you don't know who a pedophile now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Uncle, we will yeah, go watch them kids. Like, y'all go ahead and go out. I'll watch them kids. Get in that bathtub. You dirty. Take them clothes off. <laughs> Yeah, you have to you have to be very very I was watching uh do you uh the show Crime Watch and they were um and and I'm a, I'm gonna say this and I don't mean to sound racist and all that but white parents and black parents we are they are so different because uh when 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 a black kid is is neglected or left out there to do something it's, it's just that's just a, a, a pretty much a bad parent but i what i see around here that's a, a consensus with white folks they feel so comfortable letting their ch- kids run the street by themselves do it. that's why they always kidnap i see a lot of that type of stuff going on and it's it's and you like i was watching crime watch today and it was a lady. She uh, she put her child in daycare, and and no, the karate class, and the karate class was ran by a cop. And she used to allow the cop to take her daughter to the karate class and all of that. And 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 it, come to find out, this man was this cop was in was molesting this girl since she was eight. And I mean. <sighs> Cause you you'll just imagine you, especially your daughter. You will let your daughter. No, because you know one thing about my daughter. When she was um, little, she couldn't spend the night at nobody's house. All her friends they used to always come spend the night um, at uh, my house. Mm-hmm. That's about without even meeting me. And the girls right. come spend the night. Man, they, they must be out there, damn man. Right, right. But like I said, uh, for anybody just tuning in, what are some of the things that that you would like to see that was in your past, in your childhood? What would you like to see today? You know, uh, you know, it's kind of I don't know. uh, I know some. uh, I know in our generation, too. Arcades was a big thing, and I know they got little places like Damon Busters uh, and all that stuff. They got little uh, games like that, but that was big in our generation. Uh, we had uh, well, we, 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 we games uh, at the store, and you can put your your bike outside the store, and somebody will steal it. You stole my bike. Then your yeah, like, well, you, nobody told your dumb ass to go put that bike in front of the store. <laughs> all of that, all of that type stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, so it, it but but, it, but it's all good. But if you want to call in and uh, leave a comment, that number is uh six four six five six four nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. Yeah, uh, what's up, cuz Orlando? I see you in there. Um, but anyway, man, I wanna I wanna get to one of our major topics uh for today. And uh, this is one of the things I don't know. Uh, who was? Were you a Dolomite fan? Oh yes, sir. Petey Weestraw, the devil's son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was a big uh, I had I was a big Dolomite uh, fan, and I um, I, matter of fact, if I go, I still got a DVD collection, and and I I have mostly all his movies and. Uh, and the Human Tornado, uh, Petey Weedstraw, uh, you know, Dolomite, uh, disc, uh, uh, Disco Godfather, and all that stuff. I had all of his uh, little movies and stuff. I was a big uh, Rudy Ray Moore fan. And um, 
And like I said, he got during that time, he in our generation, he got a chance to before he left, he died in two thousand eight. But he had a chance to uh like integrate into our hip hop generation. And uh I think one of the first songs, uh I know Luke was uh using a lot of his mix his uh and, sample. Big Daddy, his, Big Daddy Kane too. Yeah, Big Daddy, and I was going to say that Big Daddy Kane uh, had actually did a song with him, and uh, and and I remember uh, that's when I really got to kind of like memorizing some of the lines. He was a he was a funny dude. He was a little pioneer of it and all that. And I remember one of his uh, one of his deathbed um, his deathbed kind of talks was about. He was real kind of sore with with Steve Harvey, uh, Steve Harvey, Dio Hughley, and um, and uh, uh, Bernie Mac, with them calling themselves the kings of comedy, and he was like that. He think that was he thought that was disrespectful to you know the actual pioneers of the game to be able to call, especially the ones that are still living. And he thought that was he thought that was very disrespectful of them to to uh to even insinuate that they are the kings of it. He said, Now maybe after he was gone, he was gone and ironically not too long after that interview he died. But uh but what what what's your take on that? Yeah, yeah, they couldn't call themselves um a uh, king and it's still kings that came before them that's still alive. Right. I, I just I thought, you know, I um, Bernie Mac was. I I, I would give Bernie Mac a, as a generational talent at that time too because he he was the funniest out of the kings of comedy to me. But but I'm not gonna. I know it. Steve Harvey, and Cedric. Oh man, they can. He must be crazy. <laughs> but but it, but anyway, uh, but anyway, I, I just wanted to talk about this this movie, this upcoming movie. I'm glad they decided to make uh, this movie. I, I think it was it was. Uh, I think he really deserved uh, a movie made about his life and, and comedy because he was kind of. Even though he kind of uh, piggybacked, he said it. He gave a lot of props to uh, Red Fox, uh, Rudy Ray Moore. He gave a lot of props to Red Fox and, and all of them that came before him. And um, I think this movie, I, I, I like the concept that they're coming out with this movie. But what I don't like, and a lot of people might disagree with me, is the, the choice of who they selected to play him. Uh, Eddie Murphy... Um, He's when I looked at the trailer, I looked at this trailer, which I'm about to show you in a minute for those who haven't seen it. I looked at this trailer and I seen Eddie. I just what I see is Eddie Murphy uh, trying to be Dolomite, uh, you know, and it, it don't. He didn't put a. You know how some people could put a trademark on a on a, on a uh, character they play. Or something like that. Eddie Murphy didn't do that in this. I think you know, but right now, right now, what I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I want to get into showing the trailer and um, for those who haven't seen it, and it, and and let's discuss it a bit. And sometimes, y'all, you love him and I love him. Put your hands together. Dolomite is my name. Hey, you know, Auntie, I was thinking about putting out a comedy record. Comedy? You've been a singer, a shape dancer? It's real hard to break in. I do whatever it takes to get in. I come up with a new character. Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. What you do with your hair? You look like a pimp. It's all pretend. I just created a character. Dolomite. You sure? Pull on that. Oh, that's a me. Yeah, that's right. Whatever it takes, I'm ready to do it. I got to be totally outrageous. It's filthy. You've got a product here that you can't sell or promote. All my life, people have been telling me no. Really? 
Sometimes our dreams just don't come true. A man slam a door in my face, I just find another door. I want the world to know I exist. This ain't funny. And it ain't no brothers in it either. If I get up in that light with my own movie, I could be everywhere all at once. Let's bring Dolomite to the screen. The actors we hire, you're a bit doughier than them. Doughier? Hey, that's Dermot Martin. I'm offering you a role in my new motion picture. You think you could just walk up here and hire me? No. What if we let you direct? In storytelling, it's always best to write what you know. I mean, let me talk about my personal life. I deal with the nightlife, club owners, and my... Anyway, I didn't want to get into uh, letting it, because that's a long trailer. But uh, for those that, that look at... Eddie Murphy did not do Dolomite, uh, that Dolomite, in, uh, any justice for me. He didn't. I, I'm just being honest. Eddie Murphy is i'm not gonna say he's too old because don't because let's be true rudy ray moore back in the day he kind of looked old you know old for that time you know what i'm saying but my my thing is i i just didn't feel him in that role now down at the bottom of uh i listed a couple of people that that I think might have been more interesting, especially if you're gonna go with somebody uh, that that's old school. That's old school. So who would have brought a, a bigger um, 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 who would have brought more people to the um, the theaters to, to see the, the movie though, other than Eddie Murphy? You know what? Wouldn't have been, uh, what was what was? Uh, let, let me ask you this: When uh, was the last time? When was the last time you laughed at an Eddie Murphy movie? Oh, cause you know Eddie Murphy makes family type of movies now. He don't. Uh, no, remember, remember, remember his last his last role. What was that, Mister? Uh, what was his last role? That Mister something about him taking care of that girl. Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy is not it in comedy no more. And I think he don't really do dirty comedy anymore. That's why. That's you know, why. His, his movies, they are a little more family oriented. And that's why he should have kind of like stayed away from the role. He don't even look the pimp part. He don't even know how to play the pimp part. Now, when you when who you think of uh, huh? Who would uh, who would you I, have I, played? I, 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 picked, I picked a I picked a couple of people down down at the bottom, and and uh, you know, of course, Eddie Griffin. He always do the pimpish type pimpish type uh, role type stuff. I could have seen him more in the role. In that role, I know Wesley Snipes play. He plays in the uh, the movie as another character. But the reason I picked uh, him is because if you throw a mustache, that type of old school mustache on him, he looked he looked a uh, black uh, exploitation film type, and he know how to do karate. Then the next one is Big Daddy Kane. I would have, you know, he looked like he would have been able to play that that type of role. And then another funny one, you know, and I, I picked him because of his raspy voice and, and all that is Buster Ryan. If you had thrown a mustache oh, on him oh, in the front, I would have a floor. And he a, po- and he a poet. No, no, no. So it ain't like we said that my honorable mention Corey Holcomb, but Corey Holcomb would have had to drop a few pounds, you know. But Eddie Murphy, any any of them, the four that I mentioned would have been better than Eddie Murphy. Let, let me I'm, let uh, me hear you say a line from Dolomite. Huh? 
Let me hear you say a line from Dolomite. Uh, I, he said, you got to cook me a chicken in a half a day. Walk from New York to Los Angeles and throw the bones away. I've been slapped by a bear, bit by eel, chewed up railroad iron and crapped out steel. I jumped in the ocean, swallowed a whale, handcuffed lightning and threw thunder's ass in jail. That's 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 I, I love Dolomite. I, I I love his. So I didn't know he was a devoted Christian either. I I, 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 didn't, I, I, thought, Dolomite, I thought Dolomite was a sissy. No, nah, I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was a devoted Christian. That he devoted he devoted all his mostly like toward the end of his life he was his royalties he was giving them to the church. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah, he was giving his, his stuff to the church, and and that he was a, like he was uh, every day by by his material. You didn't think that that he was a, a churchgoer, but he was he was actually a churchgoer. He said he said Dolomite is just a character. I just you know that I, you think if you think I really act like that in real life, something wrong with you, you know. <laughs> so so, but but that's that's my take on it. I think and, and then. Matter of fact, another thing that I wanted to show was an actual uh, clip of Dolomite uh, talking, and that that really shed some light on it. So, just a quick little segment, and just just listen, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, the Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. You see, <laughs> and, and, and that's what, what I'm talking about. Why you know business born rap soup eat mother? And that's the thing for me. Do you think Eddie did not don't sound nothing close to that? That just don't. I mean, at least if you gonna select somebody, at least have the person. Well, the, 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 the Eddie's gonna have that. He's gonna have that box um, office. Uh, um, presence that nobody else can have. Ain't nobody coming to see him, Otis. You know, (laughs) think about that. Think about that. Eddie Murphy don't have the same appeal that he he once had. Just think about it. Charlie Murphy was getting more more, uh, thing than him, run than him when he was living. He was getting more notoriety. His notoriety was building up. Think about Eddie Murphy's life. I, I can't tell you a, le- the, a role that I laughed at at Eddie Murphy in the past couple of years. The, the, even though uh, Charlie Murphy wrote it, but it was still stupid, that Norbit stuff. Man, he, I was oh, yeah, through. That was, that, 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 yeah, that, that was garbage. I like Norbit. Man, please. I like Norbit. Please. Norbit was kind of funny to me. Anybody. Anybody. Any anybody that want to comment on the, uh, this topic, who do you think would have uh, played a better Dolomite, or do you like uh, who is selected in that in that uh, show in this movie uh, as Dolomite Eddie Murphy? Uh, call that number that six four six five six four nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. I just think I think uh, this was. Uh, you're you're introducing Dolomite to a new to a new generation of people, and Eddie Murphy is not the person to you use to select that. And I think once you uh, Eddie Murphy hit the pinnacle of his career, like when we were young people, it wasn't it wasn't nobody really. Uh, we saw Eddie Murphy begin to overtake people like. Richard Pryor, you know what I'm saying. He be he was it, but in this generation, he's not it. You know, he's not that guy that to use. Because like I said, even in the movie Dream Girls, he was well, he was just a cast. He wasn't even he wasn't even the man then. And that came out what oh seven. He wasn't even the man then. He his star had had been faded. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have uh, picked. Uh, I know Eddie Murphy. I think he the one. What wrote 
wrote the script script to the movie or something and, and a lot of people Netflix is saving a lot of people uh people's uh careers and stuff like that. Think about it. Eddie Murphy in the eighties wouldn't have never had to go to Netflix to uh do a movie. And, you know, we and we just recently heard I recently watched an interview with Marlon Wayans when he when he was talking about he said, I don't even worry about not getting no roles no more. He said, I'll just write a script and submit it to Netflix. You know, and, and, and that, that saves me. That keeps money in my pocket. And and for, because, you know, if they would have had somebody, if they would have had somebody, even though he wouldn't have worked either, but I was just throwing it out there. And his stars kind of faded too right now. But just, just let's just say if they would have came out with this movie, uh, a couple of years ago, let's say uh, when Dave Chappelle was hot and Dave Chappelle did it, did it, it would have been more acceptable. You know, mm-hmm. during the time when the Chappelle show was 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 popping, if he would have did it right then, then it'd been something. If if, if Corey Holcomb would have did it, it would have been it'd been something. But Eddie Murphy, you gotta, he don't even know, he don't even have. They won't even give him uh, his own TV show, so you know he ain't gonna. Nobody gonna come see him at the movie. Who who is that? Corey Holcomb. He won't. He can't even get his own TV show. Oh no 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 no. He he's he's Mister. He's Mister Controversial. I remember uh, watching him and 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 my and my wife. Uh, my wife could stand him because you know he he he's on women big time. And it's like you know he really uh, he, women really have a problem with him with what he say. But like I said, uh, anybody just sitting out there watching, who would have been a better uh, Dolomite? Even if you if you even know who Dolomite is, I know some people. I it was it's so surprising to me that uh, some older cats that I know uh, didn't even like black exploitation films. They didn't even like him, but that was, uh, you know, I know it kind of portrayed us in a different like light, but that was the that was the only way that we could get our foot in the door as far as Hollywood, you know. But who during... named it black exploitation though? That that's the, that that's a good question. Do do you know? Uh, yeah, they named it black exploitation because a lot of the black people. It was black people making those movies, and you know Hollywood want to own your rights and everything, and they want to uh, they want to be able to show you, I mean, show you in their light and get all the money. Right, so right. That was another that was another way of shutting down um, black people creating their own uh, movies. That was, you know, you know, so they came up with that the black exploitation. You know when when Michael when Michael J. White did uh, uh Black Dynamite, and he kind of made oh. fun of that. He kind of made fun made fun of that uh in that in that like. Remember, did you watch Black Dynamite, the movie? Uh uh-uh, uh, I said. Well, in the beginning, he they had uh, of course they had you know I I'm gonna get you sucker was the first that made fun of black uh, exploitation. But then you had uh then when Black Dynamite came out, they had uh you, of course they had the white villain, the white villain to it, and then they had this guy and he was he was uh uh do in the role and he was like uh I ain't no jive jive turkey sucker, you know, I come from Harvard. You know, he was kinda you know, kinda making light of they that's how they were being viewed and they, you know, and it was, it was kind of, you know, a good satire, how they worked that in that show. But it was, you know, I would have used Michael J. White. That would have been another good one to, but, but no, I probably would have smashed out his character, Black Dynamite. But I, that that's all I'm saying. When I look at Eddie Murphy, I just, I, I just don't see, you know, he's not going to, Eddie Murphy is not unless he do another. I don't even think he'd even do it in stand up. Do you think he'll grab an audience in stand up if he came back? 
Because I don't even think this generation even even know who most of this generation probably don't even know who he is right now. These younger guys like yeah. my son, my son age, they probably like, man, who is that? You know. Nobody want to see a sixty-some-year-old man get on stage and talk nasty and disrespectful. You can get away with that stuff when you're a young man. Just imagine a man in his sixties calling women bees and H's. I'm saying that that sounds that sounds real crazy. <laughs> but yeah, 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 it would. The only thing, would. only thing he can talk about is. You know stuff with the kids and at his age, um, grandkids. Uh, right, but anyway, yeah, nobody, uh, nobody wants to know old man acting nuts. <laughs> right, but like I said, uh, one more chance. You can still call, even though we're about to switch topics. You can still call in and uh, uh, talk about this topic. That number is six four six five six four. Nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. Who would have made a better Dolomite? But uh, anyway, moving on to the next topic. Did Jay Z sell out? Did he sell? Did he throw Kaepernick under the bus? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you uh, take this out. For those that's not familiar, uh, uh, Jay Z partner did a partnership with the NFL. And before, you know, everybody know that Jay-Z was one of the biggest critics during the time that uh, Kaepernick was blackballed. He was, he, he kind of stood in the forum for, uh, for Kaepernick. He was like a big Kaepernick supporter. But now everybody is saying that he's chasing the money now. And r- really, uh, Jay Z don't even need the money. He's he's more times rich than we'll ever be. You know what I'm saying? And and but you know, of course, rich want to stay rich, and they want to and they they go get money any way they can. And so my my take, I'm gonna say this is that it's a wait and see process. I got to watch the interview, Charlemagne. Charlemagne the God kind of was was real pissed with Jay Z, and he and he brought up the Kaepernick situation, and and Jay Z was more like, "Look, we already discussed that." He said, uh, uh, "There's no need to talk about." It. He said, "Do we need to just focus on one person in this issue, or are we trying to achieve achieve for the whole?" Or are we just focused because one guy that don't have a job, and 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 we gonna make that our our starting point? And I guess now what he's saying is that I got my foot in the door. I got my foot in the door to, for this platform to be discussed, and now I can control a little bit of the narrative of the narrative of uh, what can happen because I guess they put them over. Uh, like a, the ethical part of uh, the NFL, also not just entertainment, but uh, the ethical part of uh, the NFL as, as far as diversity and all of that. And so I think he's trying to tell everybody to calm down, calm down. I gotta, I gotta do a subtle way. I gotta handle this in a subtle way. I can't because he. I guess he got a chance to see firsthand when Steve Harvey opened his mouth and did and said something what happened to him and so I guess he what 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 do you think you know a lot of the people that's upset about it are the same people that never boycotted the NFL the only thing you had to do is not turn to the NFL Mm mm-hmm and they couldn't even do that. Right. So you, how you going to be mad? But now you're mad at Jay-Z. You know what kind of guy Jay-Z is. You see how he did his partner? He went in business with Dame Dash. Good point. About, he, he, I, I mean, Jay-Z don't have any loyalty, period. 
And if mm. you thought he did, something's wrong with you too. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't you ain't lying, but but in, in, in all fairness, I'm 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 gonna say this. Uh because the term always says real bad boys move in silence. And I think uh I think me and you discussed this before. If you if you kinda loud in your movements, you give people a chance to see where you coming from. And then with a lot of things Jay Z, I think if he would have had Dame Daz, he wouldn't be able to be uh make the moves that he's making right now because nobody would want to deal with him. But, but I think loyalty is everything, period. Mm-hmm. I'm he disassociated himself altogether with um Right, right. It's a different. Yeah, that that's your brother. No matter what it what's going on, you know what I'm saying. Y'all came in, start doing businesses um, together. Yeah, y'all it, made it, it happen. He, 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 he turned he turned his back on his his uh, his boy. So imagine uh, uh, a few million black people that he don't even know. He don't care about you. Give me a break. You 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 know you know what uh, so. Let let me let me say let me say this. Okay, let let let's let's play the role. Let's say you Jay Z, I'm Dang Daz, and you know, uh-huh. uh, and you know that I'm basically they classify Dang Daz as the angry black man, and so <laughs> and and you you know I'm 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 messing up a lot of things for you. How do you how do you address me? How how do you address me? And, and you address them like, hey, you address your friend. Like, look, man, you're doing too much. But Dame Dash was necessary at that time to get things taken care of. Because JC, he didn't have, he didn't have the um, the personality that Dame Dash had to make stuff happen. Sometimes you got to be a I'm dealing with uh, business myself. I know sometimes you got to be a total asshole to make sure things uh, work and things happen. And that's what Jay, uh, Dame Dash was. He was necessary for the business. Mm-hmm. Hey, you keep going in and out too. So um, yeah, he he was he was necessary, and I and I think. And, and and of course, like we like we said, it's always the the divide and conquer thing. And he probably had a lot of people in his ear because remember, Jay Z, even when he first came out, came out, he didn't he didn't experience. He was successful, but he over successful right now. And and I, I think uh, a lot of people got in his ear at that time and was like, look. You got this guy with you. You got this guy with you. You you're not gonna go go that far. Cause think now, uh, he's rubbing arms with Bill Gates. He's he's doing he's doing all that. He you know who would have thought somebody a rapper a rapper would have would have reached that pinnacle to to be able, especially something like the NFL and and all that. Who would have thought that? That would have been possible at that point, even though it's still exploitation. They still exploit, but, you know. But my, my whole thing, if you can't take your friends and the people that help you along the way with you, man, none of that stuff means anything. You, you, you right? Jay Z said, "Oh, I got my wife," but man, honestly, you don't know who on uh, most of the. Um, Companies um, that Jay Z is involved in. Mm-hmm. Do you he do might you believe be, uh, the face for the company uh, for a lot of those companies? He don't but, own anything. But let, let me let me ask you this: Do you believe in guilt by by association? Uh, what difference do it make? But do you, uh, I believe in uh, complete control. When you um, have co- complete control of your product and your life, it doesn't even make a difference. But you still have that's to conduct. What, that's what, but still, ownership is everything. Like, when you really own your material, that's 
But that's more important than anything in the world because nobody can take it away from you. Okay, but let let's say this: you got you got material, you got you got product, and you got distribution. But we can make a product, but if we don't have distribution, because we don't own no, no distribution of nothing. What if you create your own dis, dis, uh, distribution company? You know what I'm saying? All but, but that you, stuff can be created, think, man. But but think about this: all all the important people tried it and couldn't do it. Let's say you remember uh, that didn't have though. But guess what they didn't have? What? They didn't have the internet. Things have changed so much. That's why the um the, the, the companies they really don't even exist anymore because you don't need them. You don't need a distribution um, company anymore. You can stream everything. Mhm. So the things that they needed to exist before, they don't need it now. They can do it themselves. Right, right, right. But but why why do you think okay, but right now even even so uh distribution companies are still necessary. They are still necessary. Yeah, compete, that, that, for people that don't know any better. I'm talking about when you don't know any better, oh you gonna always pay more, you're gonna be giving away getting getting those um Three sixty deals or whatnot. Until my ignorance is super bliss for somebody that's trying to get over on you. Right, 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 right. I, I just I, I look at it like because if if it's so simple right now, we should have we should have a lot of black owned distribution. We should have a, a lot of that right now. You know, like like these, these young boys um, that's online right now making music, they become an instant millionaires. People didn't do that back in the day, not in our age range. No, no, no. These dudes buying three hundred thousand dollar cars. Yeah, yeah, they get yeah. real money. I'm talking about online. Look, because I I know um. Um, I made like a hundred thousand dollars online, and I wasn't even really working. So imagine these young dudes—they got the hustle behind them. Mm-hmm. They're becoming millionaires overnight. Right, right, right. You're right. I, I can't. I really can't argue with you behind that. But it, you know, uh, I just. I, okay, let let's say this. Not only did do you blame uh do you blame uh Jay Z for cutting somebody like Benny Siegel? Oh, he's an entertainer, man. He's a rapper. I don't look at him at no, but, as, as nothing else other than a rapper. Uh, but they were But they were boys. Huh? But they were boys. Benny Siegel and uh, Jay, they were boys. What, what, what does that mean? I'm saying, and he he cut them off. But I'm but I know it's different. I know it's different because he. Was... You went to another subject. I thought you asked me something about um, um Jay Z. I, I did. About, um, I, I did. I, I'm saying, would Jay cut him off? He cut him off. You know, uh, he's a a rapper. He's an entertainer. That's like me getting mad about something Charles Barkley did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, so so you saying that there should there should never be a a a reason that you cut a person off that that's supposed to be cool with you off. On the way up? No, no, no. I'm talking about this is the way that I look at them. Uh, Benny Siegel or Dame Dash look at him at, like he either turned his back on him. Now, I think he did, too. You know, you don't do your friends like that, but he don't care. He got his wife. 
He got his wife and his wife business partners. He, he can care less about mm. other black people or the NFL, what they're doing to another black person. Mm. Dude, if you don't care about your friends, why would you care about everybody else? Right, right, right. And like like I said, but you know the funny thing to me, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this, is that I think anybody, especially most of the ones that is that is like complaining about Jay-Z right now, if they were in the same position, they would have did the same thing. Oh, what are you talking about? They act funny with you when they get their tax returns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then they, they, they got the Jim Jones syndrome. Bowling! Yeah, tax term dummies. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it's a lot Ooh, going I, on. Time dummies, excuse me. You know, it's it's a lot going on. And, I, and I'm going I'm to say this, too, because uh, I, uh, I had a – I joined in an interesting post on uh, – on my uh on facebook where a young lady she's uh detroit uh on the detroit charter commission and um and she she listed she said that uh in order for uh something to the degree in order for the black community to uh, be strong again that black men have to respect black women and and I simply I I was I was in agreement, but at the same time I, I I said that you can't just pinpoint it on the black man and respect that the black woman has to also respect the black man. But first and foremost, I, I think that we have to learn to love ourselves and our brothers, and then. Because if we don't love each other as brothers and we don't love ourselves, then it's going to be impossible to love somebody outside of what we are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, you know, and, and and I think she misunderstood what I'm saying. And I think a lot of, a lot of black women are, are they think that uh, talking loud makes them a strong woman they think that that if i talk loud and you know uh that and over talk you and i cuss you out and and you know hey you know hey baby thing and all that stuff that that uh i'm a strong black woman you know and we i got a chance i don't know about anybody else but i know i got a chance to watch plenty strong black women in my in my days and they weren't loud women they were women of virtue they were uh uh and if they had to they spoke out but it wasn't a loud speak out you know they didn't have to get loud to to get their point across and most of these women nowadays they thinking that you have to be loud to get your point across like i said we was always taught that Real bad boys move in silence, you know. Never let no, never let your enemy know you coming. You know. Are you uh, quoting a rap song? Huh? Are you quoting a rap song? No, I'm not quoting a rap song. That's a saying. Real bad boys move in silence. Even though, even though, even though KRS One, uh, even though KRS One uh, put it in his rap, but uh, but that's that's a saying. You gotta you move in silence. You don't ever let oh, your and that's the and that's, a, uh, and, that's a, and that's actually that's actually in the book the laws of power. You you, you never let your enemy know know uh, what you coming with. You don't you don't speak about speak uh, boldly to your enemy. You never let them know your plan. You move in silence. If you if you uh, if you plot in your attack, you you plot it. You know. So, but you know, I, I go off a different different view. But you, 
you try to make me what you think I'm I'm quoting. I'm quoting Massey Ski from the Detroit's Most Awarded and stuff like that. Wow. <laughs> what about Blade Icewood, huh? Hey, man, Blade, what's up? Hey, be, 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 50, be 50 years old talking about Blade Icewood, said. <laughs> what the hell is he turning? Man, I'm not going to sit here and let you talk about Blade Icewood or G... Uh, T Grizzly. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the Rolling Stone with the Rolling on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you you silly man. Oh man, also also Dre said it smelled like dish dish rag. Remember that? Dirty shag smelled like a dish rag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I uh, I, I just, I mean, like I said, man, it it, it has to be a different way. I I, I just, you know, we we got to stop being so much more critical of each other, of each other than I I know we got problems in our community. We do. We have big problems in our community, but but it seemed like when like what the lady one thing that I agree with. He said, she said that we was trying to bury Kwame, but this mayor in here, he doing whatever the hell he want to do, and nobody is really speaking against him. Why would they? White is right. <laughs> man, what's wrong with you, man? But anyway, ain't nobody listen to that that garbage, man. But anyway, like I said, uh. We coming down to the last three minutes of the show, and and I know it's it's pro- it's too late right now to to actually call in and be able to uh, uh, say the opinion. But it would have been nice to have a caller on here to uh, to relay some opinions. Thanks, Carol, for the uh, comments you left behind, and you can still leave some comments behind. Who do you think would have made a better Dolomite, or are you happy with the selection of? Uh, Eddie Murphy playing uh, Dolomite. I know I'm not. It, it just I'm not saying that the movie might is not going to still be good. Craig Robinson could have played. Leave you a comment to no good rat soup eating motherfucker. Yeah, man. You, but uh, anyway, that, that's what that's what I'm saying. And then also, you can leave a comment and tell me, do you think Jay Z so sold out? Did he sell Kaepernick out? You know, I, it's hard to believe it's been three years since my man been in the league. You know, but you know, fight on. But I don't know, man. I, it, it's it's kind of even though you feel sorry for a brother, it's kind of hard. Kaepernick still living better than I'm living. You know, I I, I know he you know he probably lost his career. I mean, I feel sorry for that. But hey. I guess I'm like you to a degree. Who cares? But <laughs> right. <laughs> who, who cares? Especially about a billionaire. Well, I'm gonna cry about a billionaire. And well, I'm, 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 I'm struggling to. Good job. He's gonna be talking to my. Yeah, you heard about the fat cat. Yeah, fat cat. Fat cat lost his Burger King job. You know. You know. <laughs> yeah, like he gonna say, I find you a job. You know, I'll find you, you a job. You know, I'll get you some Don Perry on. I'm so wrong. <laughs> but anyway. Man, don't be talking about Christopher Girl, man. Hey, man, stop it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I was listening to that anyway. Anyway, uh, y'all, thank you for tuning in once again. And uh, like I said, this show was put together tonight because I was not going to be able to keep my schedule with it tomorrow. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can watch the replays on YouTube. Subscribe to uh, the Fat Cat Show on YouTube. and uh, Give me some likes and stuff. And also uh, let me know what topics you would like to hear on the Fat Cat Show. All right. Till next time. We'll catch you later. Signing out of here, Fat Cat. And set a like. Boop, boop, boop.
feels. We up out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace.